Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. For all the news you need to know, welcome to the Beautiful Butterfly Show, where great people and great topics are brought together for stimulating and thought-provoking conversation brought to you by the Vibration Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly. I want to say happy Thursday to you folks out there who are tuned in live with us, or you might be listening to our new app that we have on here on your radio network. All you have to do is go on your Android or your iPhone, download the YRN, the 1328 app, and you can listen to all of our shows, all the great shows that we have on this platform. You can listen to music. You can listen to entrepreneurs, commercials run, and more. So make sure you check that out, you guys. And you guys are in store for a good treat uh, this Thursday evening. And uh, we got Dr. Kenton B. Wiley on, guys. Uh, He is the author of Ten Principles of Effective Communication. That's just one of the books. He has several books he has written as well. And so we're going to talk about this and all the rest of uh, and some of the other books as well on the show tonight. So I hope you guys got your pen and paper out. He's going to give us some tips. He's not going to give you too much because he wants you to buy the book as well. And we want you to do the same as well. So he's going to give you a few tips tonight on the principles of effective communication. And as always, make sure you share it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Let everybody know Dr. Kenton D. Wiley is here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show with your host, Bianca Fly, you guys as well. And I'm not going to delay the show any longer. I'm going to bring him on. Uh, so he can tell you a little bit more about himself as well. Ken, can you there? Yes, ma'am. I'm here. How are we doing today? I am doing fantastic. How are you doing? I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Just another another great day. Can't complain. Absolutely. Absolutely. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on here and hanging out with me for a bit this evening. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's an honor to uh, to join you in. And uh, it's always a pleasure to be able to share some new information and learn some new information. Absolutely, absolutely. So for the folks out there and myself, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who is Kenton Wiley? Oh, yes, ma'am. My name is Kenton Wiley. I'm from North Carolina. been in the Baltimore, Maryland area now for about uh, 10, 15 years. 
my background is a combination of uh, law enforcement and, and ministry. I've been involved in ministry now basically all my life, but I've been actively ministering as the chief priest here in Baltimore, Maryland, with my pastor, okay. Pastor Clinton Terry, um, for the last 10 years. And um, I'm just excited just to share the love of Christ with other people. And and lately I've been focusing on trying to build and develop relationships and marriages. Uh, my wife Absolutely. and I are approaching 10 years, and we're just excited. So, so that's about the sum of who I am. Well, congratulations on the 10-year. That is definitely a blessing. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, ten years is is definitely a, a small milestone for some. It's a large milestone for milestone for right, others. Right, right. But we're, we're just we're just <laughs> grateful um, for every for every new day that we've had. Absolutely, absolutely. So, of course, um, getting into it, what was it that made you um, focus on particularly um, writing books that would reach um, couples um, and married and married couples? Uh, which I think is is so needed. Uh, we always need um, some, I believe, a material or guideline that we can reference. Um, then again, and so, what made you decide that this is something that you wanted to get into? I think um, because being in ministry and and just seeing various couples and marriages go through different trials and uh, tribulations, sometimes we we need help. And we need guidance, yeah. but we don't always know how to get it, or we don't always know how to Absolutely. ask. Um, right. With this particular last book of uh, communication, I found that doing counseling sessions and things of that nature, a lot of times struggles take place because there's no communication. You know, mm-hmm. um, we, we, we know how to communicate when things are going well, but I think we right. struggle to communicate when things when things aren't always going well. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and do you think that a lot of times uh, when it comes to communicating, um, a lot of us, you know, like you said, it's easy to communicate when things are going well, but when they're kind of taking um, a different turn, a lot of us don't know how to communicate how we're feeling and so forth. And so do you think it's all because sometimes we 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 don't know how to express ourselves. You know, some people, you know, if they're frustrated or angry, they kind of, you know, withdraw themselves from people and kind of shut others out. So do you think it could be that some people don't have the proper tools or know the ways to fully express themselves when they're feeling a certain type of way, you know, in that relationship? I think that's definitely a, a part of the situation, um, yeah. I, I think a lot of it also stems back to how we were raised. You know, I was raised in right. a traditional Southern home where, you know, um, communication was, was kind of part of the daily life in my home. But other couples that I've run into and and uh, uh, husbands and wives, they, they grew up in homes where they were just fussing and or yelling or the problems were just swept under the rug and no one ever talked about them. And right. I think, you know, when you get two people put together who have two different styles of communicating – that's when you run into a struggle. You know, I have to learn the way my wife communicates, just like she had to learn the way that I communicate. But that takes us first sitting down with each other and understanding that, okay, we, we're trying to put a, a, a round hole in a, in a square or a square peg in a, red, in a round hole, yeah. which just isn't yeah. going to work. Yeah. So we have to find a way to line up our form of communication in order to keep the household on um, – on one accord, you know, there is no perfect marriage, there is no perfect relationship, there's going to be problems, but the key is knowing how to address those problems and deal with them. Right, 
And, and what would be your advice? Because a lot of times when people get, um, they have that dialogue and uh, they're having that conversation, a lot of people, uh, which over the, over the years of talking to people, I found that some uh, men and women don't often want to have those, you know, those deep one-on-one conversations because we feel like we're being too vulnerable. You know, we feel like we just letting our guard down and so forth. And I believe that when you're in a marriage, you know, it should be that way. I think it's okay to feel vulnerable, you know, to your husband or to your wife and let them know, you know, what's going on with you and how you're feeling. So do you think that a lot of times people feel like, you know, I'm I'm just I feel like I'm weak or, or less than if I sit here and just tell everything that's mm-hmm. going on. I think that happens. Um, you know, yeah. marriage and, and and relationships. If you look at it from the service, it is a leap of faith. And um, right. you know, when you take right. that leap of faith, you know, you you put your trust into somebody, and when you do that, you know, you you do leave yourself vulnerable. But the only way to have true love is you have to completely open yourself up. You know, if we never completely mm-hmm. open ourselves up and we build these barriers right. because of maybe a past, past hurts or past relationships, right. we'll never allow our spouse to get the fullness of our love. Um, we have right. to be willing to be open so that we can um, put ourselves in a position to truly give ourselves to another person. You know, if we're unable or, or, or we're afraid of judgment or we're afraid of, of ridicule or we're afraid of uh, not meeting the standards of our, of, our, of our partner or spouse or whatnot, we put mm-hmm. up these barriers, you know. But, but true love and relationship, they require a leap of faith, and that leap of faith requires opening up and allowing yourself to be vulnerable. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I want to touch on something that you mentioned a few minutes ago, um, especially when it comes to love. And do you find that conversating with couples or individuals that when it, and I talked about this um actually early in the week on the show about the word love. And I find that a lot of times people have various definitions of what they consider love. You know, so mm-hmm. oftentimes it can be that, that very trying to understand, you know, what love is. So do you think that sometimes people, you know, are really trying to discover what love is all about? And that also can create, you know, issues in a relationship. That's true. You know, um, yeah. Because the way I feel about love or the way I think love should be may not be the way right. someone else may think. Right. For example, you right. know, in a domestic violence situation, for example, uh a man or a spouse hitting one another, that may be their way. They know love. That doesn't mean that we know that's not the right way to love. Right. That's what they have taught to be love. Mm. You know, and maybe in my way, the way I've taught to be love is, well, instead of arguing with my spouse, let's just ignore it and maybe it'll go away. And that may be Mm -hmm. the way someone else has been taught to love. But love, at the end of the day, it, it is a feeling. It is an emotion of affection, you know, but a lot of times when you're right. dealing with various emotions from various uh, uh, individuals, there's going to be a, a fluid definition of love. You know, that's why right. it's important when couples get into relationships that they take time to get to know one another. And I'm going to have to get a premarital counseling at the church or yes. whatever the case may be, or some form of yes. counseling. A third party is able to see things important that those things come to the surface 
Right. Relationship. Right. Now. Absolutely. And it's one of those things, and I love that you mentioned about the premarital counseling, and I found um, that so many people, um, you know, I I remember um, when I got married and and we went through the process of of premarital counseling, uh, you know, a lot of people were like, you guys are going to counseling? You know, it's kind of taboo to to some people. Um, But, you know, as you said, it's kind of how we were brought up, you know, before you get married, you go to the premarital counseling. And so nowadays we run into a lot of people who kind of hold, skip that whole process. And then we see mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. happen on down the line in a world, you know, where I didn't know that you felt this way because in premarital counseling, um, which is different for everybody, but you talk about, you know, well, what do you consider your parenting styles? You know, if you have kids in the future mm-hmm. or how would you handle certain situations? So a lot of people, you know, bypass, you know, these important sessions and then once they get deeper on into the relationship, they're sitting there thinking, well, well, I didn't know this, you know, and that's all because mm-hmm. they didn't take the opportunity to do it. So talk to the folks out there about the importance of getting that premarital counseling, you know, before you decide or determine if you should even, you know, walk down the aisle with that person. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I think that counseling in general is kind of a, tab, a taboo, thing, uh, taboo thing sometimes because we feel like, you know, counseling – insinuate right. that something is wrong. So just right. because someone right. uses the word counseling doesn't mean anything is wrong. Counseling is right. actually a, a format or an avenue where mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. a new thinking process can begin. You know, um right. when we get into the mindset that we think we know it know everything, then that's when we're gonna fall. You know, counseling allows someone who has been experienced and maybe gone through certain situations and circumstances that we haven't yet come across and instead mm-hmm. of trying to use experience, quote unquote, as the best teacher, wisdom is actually the best teacher. You know, I, I shouldn't have Absolutely. to tell you to to walk around the the that hole because there's a hole there. You shouldn't have to fall in it to know that that hole is there. You know, um, and I think a lot of times we we think that if we if we if we need some counseling, something's wrong. But counseling is not. It is not a negative thing. Counseling is actually in place to help us and to grow us and to develop us so that we can be in right. the best relationship possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely couldn't agree more. And I think that a lot of people, um, you know, have to take that t- that time to discover, you know, um, that oftentimes and when people think about counseling, um, it goes back to, um, as we were talking about in the show, uh, our upbringing, especially when mm-hmm. a, a lot of us have lived behind that motto of kind of, you know, what goes on in our house stays in our house. You know, we don't tell anybody about things that are going on. And sometimes it's, it's important, you know, to share different things that you experienced in your childhood because a lot of times we find that, some of the things that we've been through in our childhood, they can affect mm-hmm. how we operate in relationships, how we how we uh, look at and perceive marriage. Because if we grew up in a household where we saw our mom and dad who were married, but it really wasn't, you know, what you would call an ideal marriage, it really wasn't a healthy marriage, you know, sometimes we mm-hmm. take those and we try to put those things into our marriage not knowing that, you know, it's not really good for us, you know, to put those things into That's our right. marriage. Yeah, that's right. You know, you know, our, our past dictates. Our, well, our past should not dictate our future. You know, right. um, just because we've been in a bad relationship previously, you know, we can't allow that 
bad relationship to affect our new relationship. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important mm-hmm. in between relationships that you give yourself time for cleansing to yes. make sure that that previous yes. relationship is, is finished. Yeah. Uh, because anytime you just jump into another relationship, it, it all you drag baggage into a new relationship. Uh, and, and our background and our past does affect us tremendously. And that's another reason why, why premarital counseling is important because it's not necessarily an opportunity to air all your dirty laundry, if you will, but what it is, it's right. a coping mechanism as well. It's an opportunity yes. where we can cope with one another and deal with one another and solve some of our issues before we take those next steps because anything right. that's in the dark at some point in time is going to come to the light. It may take five years, 10 years, 15, or 20 years. It's just like you see these marriages that's been going on for 20, 30 years, and all of a sudden they just overnight divorce. It's yes. Issues have been have been tucked away yes. in closets, and finally yes. they they you know they, they have come to the surface, and no one has dealt with them. And that's mm-hmm. one reason I wrote mm-hmm. this book because you know if we don't learn to effectively communicate early on in a relationship, then it will affect us down the road in the relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely, and and speaking of the books, uh, let's let's get into that as well. Of course, the ten principles of effective communication. And so, share with us um, with this book um, when it comes to communicating, um, and, and people. And I found that uh, people also communicate differently as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes people um, are not always as as vocal as they need to be and so forth. So with this book and the principles of effective communication, what what is the first step that we should take in, in that effective communication? Well, one of the first steps that I have here, um, just, just to give an example, the, the first principle yeah. in the book, not to give away too much, is, right, is right. Effective, communi- effective communication is my responsibility or our responsibility. Mm. That's principle number one. The first right. thing we have to understand is that I can't blame the cat, the dog, the canary, or my spouse for me failing to communicate. I have to take ownership myself. I have to say it's my job to communicate with my spouse. So that's the first thing we have to do. And in order to do that, we have to use what I call a simple principle is looking in the mirror. We have to look in the mirror, uh, just like we do every morning when we brush our teeth, we, we floss, we add foundation, makeup, a blush. The first thing we do, we look in the mirror. You know, and, and, and when we look in the mirror, what we're doing, we're looking to make sure everything on our outer appearance is is, right. is, is reflecting is reflecting beautiful, okay? And it's just right. like our communication. We have to check ourselves to make sure that what I say, how I do it, and my actions should be something that is beautiful to my spouse, and it should represent mm. true love to them, you know? So yeah. I have to be able to mm-hmm. look at myself and see what do I need to fix in me first so I can communicate better with, with my spouse. Right, right, right. And, and what do you do in those cases? Because, uh, uh, you know, talking um, with, with men and women both, we uh, I've heard where you have people who are in relationships, um, and, and as you said, you know, knowing there are some changes that need to be made, um, maybe even with us personally, what if you are mm-hmm. with a mate, you, your husband, um, or a wife um, is one of those individuals where they don't see 
that they have any flaws. You know, sometimes people don't see those flaws and they don't think, well, I don't need to change. I've been this way for, you know, 20 years. I've been, you know, this way for X amount of time. So what do people do in those situations with, with mates who don't think they have any changes to make? Well, this, this this is a common ground. This is a common area that yeah. happens often where you when you have uh, an individual in the relationship who feels like, well, there's nothing wrong with me, and then you right. may be the problem. Well, when you have situations right. like that, the best thing you can do, um, sometimes a nonverbal example is, has the greatest impact. You know, Now, mm. don't be a fool. You can't stay with someone who refuses to change. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. of course, from a biblical yeah. per, a biblical perspective, you know the Bible. Now, God is not an advocate of divorce. Okay, uh, you know, but you can't be foolish and stay with someone who is unwilling to adjust. Now, you've done everything in your power. You've prayed. You fasted. You've gone before the Lord. You went to counseling, and you still have a spouse who refuses to change their ways. Okay, then you have a serious problem on your hands. Now, we have to think about right. Christ. Now, God would not want you to be with anybody. Who is who is violating the covenant of a marriage by not upholding their end of the marriage with communication? But when you're in a Absolutely. situation and you have someone, what you have to do is you have to have what I discuss in this book. You have to have what is called a sit down talk. You have to sit down with your spouse and say, look, whether they listen or not, say, look, this is mm-hmm. where I am in the relationship. I'm with you. You don't want to communicate with me. I'm doing everything I can to talk to you, but you don't want to talk to me. So we have station. If you're unwilling and to make this relationship better, then what's the point of having a relationship? You know, right. what, what's the point of right. this relationship? You know, now if you have five years on your belt, ten years, you have children attached to this, homes, property, all that stuff gets complicated and it gets difficult. But you can't ignore these signs early. It doesn't. It doesn't happen overnight, you know. Right. A, a person Absolutely. you're in a relationship with, they they didn't start being this way uh, overnight. They they've been being, mm-hmm. they've been this way since you've been in a relationship with them. It's just we ignore some and some of the signs. I have a a chapter in the book that says, "Do not ignore the signs." If you right. see signs, you know, you come home. He on one side of the bed. You on the other side of the bed. In the basement, watching yeah. the game, don't ever come to bed. These are signs. If you ignore them, yeah. they will come back to bite you. You have to Absolutely. deal with the signs immediately or they will become monsters. Right, right. Absolutely, and that's one of the things, that, as you mentioned earlier in the show, is that we're seeing, and it's ironic that you said that because me and my sister were just having this conversation about uh, someone we um, knew growing up who has been married for, I believe, 20, anywhere from 20, 25 years, and they're getting a divorce. And, and we couldn't figure out, like, okay, gosh, like 25 years and you just leave. And that's one of those things, you know, because people go through those long 25, 15-year marriages, um, you know, mm-hmm. just letting things, okay, well, you stay in the, you stay in the man cave and, and I'm going to be up here doing this or, you know, uh, we, we go in the bed at different times or, you know, one person's coming to bed later than the other. And so a lot of times people just, you know, kind of turn their shoulder at these things. And like you said, a lot of times they just come back to haunt you. And, and sometimes when they do, they're they're so big and so huge you know, that the problem is just out of control. Absolutely, absolutely. And and what happens is if we, when we fail to recognize these signs, 
or deal with them. That's what you have. You have two right. people living in a household who don't agree at all, and nothing gets accomplished right. like that. Right, right. You know, uh, if if the objective is to be happy, you know, we want to be happy. Now, happiness comes with a price. There is a price to Absolutely. pay for love. Price to pay. And and I have a chapter on that under under my principle um, number eight. It says it says effective communication requires an attitude of humbleness. Mm. An attitude of humbleness. You cannot communicate if you don't have an attitude of humbleness. So all Absolutely. of this comes into play uh, uh, when dealing with with relationships. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. Well said. And what I want to do, Ken, I want to take um, just a, a, a few minutes to take a break. Um, we want to play some commercials and all that good stuff. But we're going to come back. I also want to ask you about um, a lot of us um, know that in, in communication, sometimes people throw out those negative words and those hurtful words. And we're going to talk about the power of how words can affect, you know, especially when communicating with your spouse. So we're going to talk about that and more, you guys. We'll come back from these commercials right here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. It's been a long time coming, kings and queens. My first published book titled Life is Outstanding. It's a self-help motivation book by your very own, me, Anthony D. Collins. Life is outstanding, not because my life is perfect, but because I choose to live in a manner that will not allow me to think in a negative way. Our daily challenges will never stop approaching, but the way we handle them can decide whether or not our lives will be productive in a positive way. Stay strong. You can read that. And more in my book, due to release in January of 2014. I thank everyone for their continuous support. Now, back. creative work of the author Trent Williams of www.taylorkennedymedia.com. Chapter of the Delta gives us a peek at his life-changing events. And if that's not enough, Trent tells you more about his brothers and his life through memoirs in his book, The Four Horsemen. His blogs and daily stimulating quotes are published in his book, Life's Little Addiction. And when you have a need of some human coaching of life and relationships, Take a look at Conversations with Trent, Volume 1 and 2, and Conversations with Trent, Limited Edition. You will find his works available at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and all online book retailers. Hey, y'all. It's Coach Michelle Jackson. And when I'm not busy coaching, motivating, or writing, I listen to Bianca Fly on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Bianca Fly takes me high on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. The Beautiful Butterfly Show would like to thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram. That's at Instagram.com 
forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. Also on Facebook.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And last but certainly not least, you can also catch up with us on Twitter. That's at Twitter.com forward slash The Beautiful Butterfly Show. And thank you once again for tuning in on behalf of the Vibration Radio Network. And welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly, and we are joined this evening by Dr. King D. Wiley, you guys, and we're talking about his book entitled King Principles of Effective Communication, and we have uh, he has shared a lot of great things uh, this evening. I hope you guys have been taking your notes and so forth. I see a lot of people um, hitting me up on Facebook and in my inbox letting me know that they are receiving so much great stuff uh, from this dialogue tonight, which is a wonderful and beautiful thing. And, Kenan, before the um, commercial break, I, I, I pose the question of when we're having conversations with our mates, um, sometimes, depending on what the conversation is pertaining to, a lot of times, sometimes, um, hurtful words can um, be tossed out, especially when we are in our feelings, we're hurt, we're feeling some type of way. Uh, let's talk about the power of, you know, putting out those negative words and the effect that it can have on the communication as well as the relationship between the two. Absolutely. <clears throat> what happens is a lot of times hurt people hurt other other people. Uh, right. But sometimes when we throw out negative terms or we call our spouse or whatnot uh, uh, out of their name, say mean things to them, um, it usually stems from a hurt that we already have on the inside. So this can become right. very detrimental. Um, you know, uh, you know the old uh, saying, "Sixty blows may break my bones, but words will never hurt." That, that's mm-hmm. actually a false. False fable. That's a false fable Absolutely. because the words seep into the soul, and they can hurt the mm. heart. Uh, and, and you know, and, and what happens is when we communicate or fail to communicate properly with our spouse by not using uh, words that would uplift and build, then what we do is we actually tear them down on the inside. You know, and we're human. We only can take but so much. Uh, what my first lady likes to call is what is the trash compactor. What happens is mm. that trash <laughs> comp over and over and over again. And one day it takes one situation, yes, yeah. compactor to explode. And and what yeah. happens is you know times when we when we use negative tone or negative language mm-hmm. toward our mm-hmm. spouse, all it does is it tears the and and and. And what I recommend is if we ever feel like that we have to say something or do something that is uncharacteristic, that it would hurt somebody, mm-hmm. we have to walk away and right. step away. You know, I, I know right. that's hard sometimes, you know, but we right. have to find strength to do that because if we truly love somebody, we're not going to do anything to hurt them. And, you know, verbal, verbal, uh, ver- verbal uh, communication um, it, it's just as destructive as physical. Absolutely, absolutely. And a lot of us, uh, you know, when we get in those uh, situations of where we we say hurtful things, a lot of us know, 
You know, we know that what we say um, is going to be hurtful and is going to hit that person in a certain type of way or is going to get them riled up in some type of manner. And as you said, it's better to just walk away than to say something uh, that can't be undone. Because even if you say something and later on you come and you, you act, you know, uh, for forgiveness or you want to apologize to that person, uh, it, it still remains. It still remains, and that person uh, will always remember you know, the words that you said yeah. um, during those conversations. So that's why it's so powerful for us to take those time, those moments to, you know, compose ourselves and really think about what we're getting ready to say. Because as well as myself, I, I used to be one of those people that used to be quick to respond. You know, if somebody was coming mm-hmm, at mm-hmm. me in a, in a negative way, I'll be quick to, you know, that, that comeback, that snapback. And so now over the years I have learned to, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna process it, and I'm gonna keep it moving. Because a lot of times, you know, we can get out of character. We can get beside ourselves when we allow um, certain people to take us to a certain point. You know, uh, when it You're comes right. to communicating. Yeah. You're right. You know, and and that that comes with time. You know, patience is very important. You know, uh, a, a quick-tempered person, um, it, it it never ends well. You know, there are many right. people in the grave, many mm. people in the grave right now because of one moment Absolutely. of a quick temper. You know, um, we have to uh, we have to take time and, and to 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 monitor ourselves. You know, um, <clears throat> you know, it, it's we all want to express ourselves and get our point across. You know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but we have to be able to do that in genuine love. You know, and I know it sounds right. so you know like a utopia, like we live in some perfect world, and this is just going to happen overnight. It does not. Right. You know, and that's why the principles, uh, the ten principles I have here, are important because it takes work. Relationship is the hardest job I've ever had with very few benefits. Mm. You know, you have to <laughs> look at work. You have to yeah. look at your relationship as a job. Every morning, right. I work with my wife and I work with my children to make my household operate you know, properly. Mm-hmm. And if I don't do that, then what happens is, you know, I, I can't get anything done. Right. Absolutely. And, and, and one of the things um, I, I feel that oftentimes people go through is that when we're what they call, you know, still in, in the love, what they call the love bird stage early on in our relationships or even marriages, um, we are, are saying we're communicating great with one another. Uh, but as it as it process, as time passes and, and things may change um, in the marriage or the relationship, a lot of times the communication um, falls off. Do you think that we get too comfortable, we get too relaxed as well in our in our relationships and marriages and just think that, oh, well, he knows how I feel or she knows how I, how I feel, about certain things. Do you think we get kind of relaxed and we, we tend to, you know, just kind of put those key things as, 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 as the, you know, effective communication to the side? I think we do. Um, what happens is, you know, just like anything else, you get familiar with it. You get familiar with your right. spouse. You get familiar with your relationship. You know, but sometimes, you know, we get familiar with bad bad uh, habits or bad attitudes mm. and and we just Absolutely. think, well, that's just the way they are. You know, that's just the way right. they that's just the way they talk to me. That's just, you know, we we, we become accustomed to negative things, and that's not always good. Right. You know, um, absolutely. You know, we, we you know because as humans, we have a tendency. We're, we're very pattern driven people. We we build patterns. 
you know, and that's how you can have a relationship, you know, that can get dry, you know, that the love feels like it fades, you know, because we're very pattern-driven people. But we have to be willing to adjust the pattern, you know. Uh, you know, Absolutely. if we've gone to the movies for the same time at, every Friday for the last 10 years, it's time to change the pattern, you know. Um, and it's just like with our communication. If we've never communicated, you know, and, and you feel like, well, we're just never going to communicate, you have to change the pattern. Uh, if you don't change the pattern, then, of course, it, it will not change automatically. We have to do something on our own, and we have to be willing to adjust on our own to situations. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, one of the things as well, um, when we talk about, you know, the effective communication um, and overall, um, what would be, what do you think, out of all your principles, what is the the most important or or most effective way that we um, can improve our communication? I think principle number 10 is probably one of the most effective okay. principles. And that principle is be realistic and open-minded. Mm-hmm. Be realistic Absolutely. and open-minded. Mm-hmm. You know, you cannot right. communicate if you live in a fantasy world. You know, Absolutely. you know, I, I don't have a, yeah. I, I don't, I don't have a, a six pack, so I don't live in a fantasy world like I do. <laughs> you have to be realistic, you know. If, right. if You know, if you know, if I got ten dollars in the bank, I can't act like I got ten million. You gotta Absolutely. be realistic with your relationship. Be Absolutely. Open minded. Open mind is important. Absolutely, and, and that's what I think. A, a lot of times, um, we go into th- situations with unrealistic expectations. Uh, you know, um, you know, some of us get in our mind of how we perceive things. Um, and it's the same way a lot of people perceive marriage. Um, you know, people walk into marriage thinking that every day you're going to be, you know, walking into rose petals and so forth, and, and that may just not be the case. You know, some days it's, it's not going to, you know, go that, that smooth and sweetly. You know, and so I think a lot of times we have to keep a level head and open minded that, you know, marriage and relationships, you know, they 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 can grow and they're gonna have those periods where, where things may shift, but it's how you respond to those shifts absolutely. and those growth spurts. You know. So absolutely and so I've definitely enjoyed Having you on here tonight, uh, man, you have shared so much great, great uh, points with us tonight. Some of the folks out here are uh, where they can actually purchase um, not just the 10 Principles of Effective Communication, but your other books as well, because you have um, other books um, as well. Uh, well, again, thank you for having me on the show. Absolutely. Name you can search uh, Kenton Wiley. You will offers, and right there you can purchase any of my, my latest one, Ten Principles of Effective Communication, uh, in the Kindle version or some of the books are even actually Audible version. That's where you can grab any of my books. Can I definitely um, loved having you on the show tonight. Definitely um, give out amazing, amazing and sound advice. And it's realistic. You know, a lot of times we, we, we pick up books and it, it's giving us steps and ways on how to do things. And sometimes those things may be a, a bit unrealistic. So I like that, um, the sometimes. things that you share. 
Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I love the fact that it can be uh, your your tools or something that can apply, um, and, and they're very realistic. Um, and, and I love that um, people can take those and apply those in their marriages and their relationships to make them better, to enhance them, um, and improvement, improve them where um, improvement needs to be done. So I definitely appreciate uh, you coming on here tonight. Um, tell the folks as well, as far as social media, um, how they um, can reach out to you. Sure, no problem. Um, I'm more active on, on Twitter um, at Dr. Kenton Wiley on Twitter and also on Facebook. You can search me there under Kenton Wiley. Um, but the, the vast I spend on Twitter, you know, that, that's where my, my, my greatest audience is, and, and I'm always open to emails and, uh, and messages. I'm always looking to build and to connect. Um, you know, I never see myself as above anybody. You know, if I can help somebody, I'm willing to help. Absolutely, absolutely. Wonderful, and I thank you so much for coming on here, and I definitely would love to have you back on here again real soon, so definitely know that you are welcome to come back on here at the Beautiful Butterfly Show anytime, and uh, I definitely look forward uh, to reading more of your books as well. So I hope you have a a great rest of your evening. All right, thank you. I really appreciate it, and uh, thank you for for your listeners, and God bless. God bless you, too. Bye-bye. All right, you guys, that was Dr. Kenton D. Wiley, you guys, author of 10 Principles of Effective Communication. Make sure you uh, check out his book available on Amazon as well as some awesome uh, other great reads as well. He has I Know I'm Married, but uh, 25 Principles to Avoid avoid Cheating, you guys. Um, he also has uh, Am I Going to Heaven? Uh, know Before You Go. Um, and he has so many um, awesome, awesome books. Uh, a simple, a simple roadmap to your destiny. Uh, Three hundred sixty-five positive thoughts of encouragement, and uh, just so many awesome, awesome tools for you guys uh, to take advantage of. So make sure you check him out on Amazon.com, and that's Kenton K E N T O N D Wiley. And uh, make sure that you go and check out his books and all of that great stuff, you guys. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to take some more breaks and we're going to come back, you guys, wrap up and tell you what you're in store for more with your radio network. And we'll be right back, you guys.
made beautiful sounds, but made the assumption that nobody heard them. Well, I want you to know that I heard you. I heard you lyrics. I heard you through concrete walls, roach-infested halls. I heard you through mama sobs or praying to the Lord not to take her baby away. I heard you through lonely, cold nights, and I didn't ignore your pleas just because there was no drama in my life, because to me, your melody was still beautiful, no matter how it was brought forth, and it needed to be heard. Because everybody got a song that needs to be sung, from the man on Fifth Street who's singing the blues, to the motherless child whose life has been cruel, even those who go to sleep hungry at night. And them lyrics right there, them lyrics right there sometimes just don't sound quite right, but I heard you. I heard you through tracks that ran up and down arms from getting high in the middle of the night, from lies that caused you to be tongue-tied, from scratches on his back from making sweet love for the very first time. I, I even heard a couple that prayed together with a combination of baritone and alto, giving a perfect pitch. So for all the lyrics who thought no one heard you, for all the lyrics who thought no one heard you, know that I I heard you. I heard you coming from alleyways. I heard you through babies left in trash cans, from long bus rides home so you can embrace loving arms, from hearts that beat irregular to generational curses that went unseen. Remember, I heard you because everybody got a song that needs to be sung for lyrics that were cased in bars and prisoned by a system that refused to believe that they were stars from outcries that were felt in the pit of your soul. You see, I heard the beauty of a story that went untold. So if nobody did or ever wanted to, remember, I listened just for you. Remember, I heard you lyrics because everybody has a song that needs to be sung.
Hey everybody, how y'all doing? This is Lyrics Brown, author of the Law to the Hustle series 1 and 2, also author of the Devil's Calling Card 1, 2, and 3, all available on Amazon. And when I'm not writing, I'm listening to Bianca Fly here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Y'all be easy. Are you looking for something to read that would take you to another place in time? Well, check out T.M. Brown's five-star rated book, Struggles of the Women Folk. This is the story of Georgie. She is a young black girl growing up in the 1940s in a small rural town in Virginia. It is a time of prejudice and poverty. Life is hard for Georgie, and she dreams of better life. She experiences great loss, betrayal, and heartache. She loses friends and family, as well as the love of her life. And still, she remains strong. T.M. Brown's signature writing style is captivating in this emotional and inspiring story that has a gritty dialogue. You will find it difficult to stop reading once you begin. Purchase your copy today on Amazon.com barnesandnoble.com or through her website www.authortmbrown.com again that's www.authortmbrown.com please show your support for this emerging queen sister author Welcome back, everyone, to the Beautiful Butterfly Show. I'm your host, Bianca Fly, and as you guys um, know, um, it was a lot of um, sad news today. Uh, one of those um, was um, for you guys who are familiar with uh, wrestling. Um, one of the great wrestlers, American wrestlers, female wrestlers, um, China, um, was um, pronounced dead um, at 45 years old. Uh, she was a wrestler uh, with the WWE, and of course, um, as many of us got to know later on in the day, uh, the the man who changed changed music forever introduced us to so many great sounds of instruments and melodies, and and, and just amazing. And I'm talking about the legendary icon himself, Prince. You guys who died um, at the age of 57. Um, a musical genius, um, absolutely outstanding man who gave us all great songs and, and memories, and his music definitely shall and will live on uh, forever, you guys, forever. I'm <laughs> 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 
were a musical genius. Um, you guys uh, definitely keep Prince and his family and loved ones in your thoughts and prayers. And that's going to conclude our show this evening. You guys, we're going to see you guys back again um, next week on the Here on the Beautiful Butterfly Show. Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, another awesome show, another awesome platform. Thank you so much for tuning in to YRN 1328. You guys have an awesome weekend. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.